0: Escape to the metaverse. Better act like you know. Yeah. You are now tuned into the Matthew and Rizzle Show. Yeah. Uh, escape to the metaverse. Better act like you know. Yeah. You are now tuned into the Matthew and Rizzle Show. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Okay, you may begin. Thank you, robot lady. No, you. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know how to kick this off. It's just Rizzle and myself, Matthew, aka Nifty Time, back at it again. I've honestly been looking forward to just shooting the shit with you again. Um, going back, taking back old school. How we kick things off three years ago, <laughs> over yeah, three man. years ago now. Just like a uh, lifetime ago yeah' just talking about the space and and all that good stuff, so i mean i don't I don't know anyone else better served to kick things off than throwing the mic back to you and and asking what's top of mind with you and trying to ferret out the spiciest takes you have about what's going on in crypto n f t land quote unquote corporate web three land or whatever
1: dude i'm I'm like having like flashbacks of like whenever we left off with this conversation i feel like you know we were just sort of like you know doing these podcasts talking about whatever was going on in the space when it was like you know super super early uh like beginning of crypto voxels type of early and then like things started to pick up and we started doing like interviews with people and so we sort of like you know dropped the running monologue and then you know had interviewed guests for a couple of years was was the format of the show and so and now it sort of feels like we're just like picking up the conversation but i'm like oh shit dude that was like a conversation that feels like we just sort of like left off like 20 years ago and like so much has changed since then it's yeah where where to even start man i i mean my life is completely different than when we started doing this podcast and just like randomly like shooting the shit, like about the space. But you know, back then I was like, Oh, this is cool. Yay. This is fun. now I have somebody else to like talk about it with. And now this is like my life and my job. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm very fortunate to be doing what I love. Uh, and, and I know it's a big uh, things have changed for you as well, man. It's, it's just, Sort sort of nuts to be essentially back in the same seat in the same place where this all started before like all the madness and craziness ensued, uh, and just be like, uh, "Yo, man, like what, what what's been going on out in crypto?" What do you... <laughs> <laughs> back then, like one thing happened each week, and usually it was the whip. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's um there's a metaphor in Zen Buddhism that talks about the 360 degree journey that, that folks sometimes are able to take in their life, where they start out, they want to go somewhere, they don't know exactly where they'll get to, um, they put the work in, at a certain point, they re- realize that they're like, totally facing the opposite way that they were when they started out, and they just keep on trucking. And then they look up again and they're looking out from the same vantage point, but they look around them and everything is different. Like their whole life has changed around them. They've gotten older, the scenery, like if they're on a mountaintop, they'll see trees poking up at them that have grown up from since they began their journey. And I feel like that's pretty much (laughs) where both of us are right now. If you look back at like when we started these 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 sort of dialogues with one another about what's happening. And that's it's pretty special, number one, to be able to kind of reflect on that and like notice that change and to to do it with someone else, not just by yourself. I feel like that's I just gotta shout you out, man. Like having you as as my dude in this space, it's been it's been pretty much everything. And we've been kicking kicking all the tires, kicking ass at the same time, taking names. Um, and growing up in the whole space. I mean, you've blown the hell up, which is so awesome to see. But I really wanted to get back to these dialogues because I feel like from our vantage point now, I feel we can offer way more insight as opposed to just talking with new projects that are popping up, interviewing them. Like there's a lot of other podcasts that have popped up in the interim that do the interview format and that's cool for them. But I feel like with our vantage point, we can we can help others put on the the glasses in which we use to see the space in a way that hopefully clarifies things with them. That that's sort of like where I'm thinking that or thinking about things with these conversations now.
1: Yeah. Plus like we don't even have to schedule anybody or like do anything. We just, <laughs> just, just show up
0: and talk. <laughs> um
1: you know, dude, I was I I just posted some tweet this morning and, and like we have been sort of trying to take a step back and like, you know, look at things like, like you were saying, man. And I'm like, it's so nuts when, you know, we were having these conversations in the beginning and like, sort of like the, the unspoken, like, and, and spoken sometimes. I actually remember Jim saying it like early on, like, you know, we're, we're out here, we're building the metaverse. Like it it's a concept that we all sort of or we thought we all sort of like had uh you know along the same lines and are literally you know using web3 t- as the building blocks to create this concept uh and it's you know and it's a thing i mean it's it's it always has been a thing but you know is continuously being like ideated on uh and built upon and it was such a slog in the beginning and you know there was i always remember man like these these conversations in empty crypto voxels with like me you and like josie bellini and like DeFi dad and, and just sort of like talking about like this concept like what all of this could be eventually i think easy was there too uh and to see like to fast forward, like then you and I interviewed a bunch of projects that were like doing adjacent things to this concept. And then Facebook was like, Yeah, let's co-opt like all that shit and like pivot pivot our business model and like try and overtake like what what like we were building like this this whole time from like such a early. Stage, uh, you know, specifically the Web three model. You know, I I feel like the term metaverse has like really been watered down to you know to for for people who are coming into the space to be synonymous with like roblox and like uh all this shit but that that sort of misses the whole point of like the creator economy being like an integral part of like how the whole thing functions uh and facebook but facebook got that and they were like yeah let's just do that uh and and to think like we were sort of fleshing out these ideas and like running these experiments in, in such a grassroots like beatnik type of like level uh not even that long ago and that all of the big players came in and are now trying to do their version of that or just completely uh, you know take over that entire concept uh is just like, who Who would have ever thought the trajectory would be like this? Uh, you know, maybe on a long enough continuum, but, like, the uh, the rapidness at which all of that occurred and now to just be, like, sitting here and be like, yo, what's, like, going on in space? It's like, oh, yeah, last time we talked, we were, like, just in the beginning stages of building the metaverse, and uh, this time around, Facebook fucking took over. And it's like, <laughs> what?
0: Yeah, I, I think... Everyone was was hoping at some point other folks in quote unquote like normie society would take note of what we we're doing. But I think most of us were thinking at least, at least like a decade out. Like the the timeline was much further than out yeah. than it ended up being, which is like my big mind-blowing moment was when I was home outside of Philly last year for Christmas and turned on KYW ten sixty news radio and first segment i heard was talking about the metaverse and i'm like what in the f is going on like in no way shape or form that i think in 2021 i would turn on like any given news outlet and hear folks talking about this thing called the metaverse <laughs> Just like it's it's kind of stupid i'm like what what, what are they even doing like it, it was kind of crazy but it was interesting because there was this huge tsunami of attention that washed all over Web3 and crypto and NFT land and like what we've been doing in virtual lands, like all at once, for better or worse. It washed it washed a lot of things out in a bad way, right? I think a lot of people saw the the wave as like a cash out opportunity. They rode that to wherever a bunch of rugs happened. A bunch, of, a bunch of folks that were in it for the community, I think, were just put off by all the attention and folks missing out on, on the good stuff that they've been in it for for a long time. And it, the wave brought a whole bunch of riffraff <laughs> that were trying to come in, unable to execute, like, even rug pulls, but just coming in trying to to do something that looked like what everyone else is doing. And you sort of, like, just lose sight of, like, what actually is valuable in this space, and now that the tide is sort of receding a little bit, um, you're still seeing a lot more people than were here at the outset, which is interesting and good and shows that there is real growth here for folks that are that are in it for for more than a quick buck, right? But it's you're left with a very interesting state of affairs. And I think a lot of the folks that are still here that have been here, like yourself, myself, Jin, Jimmy, a whole bunch of other folks that we just, too many names to elaborate and enumerate on right now. Like now, I think we need to really think about where we are and how we move forward in a way that makes sense, and hopefully, can be as inspiring for the larger number of folks that are here today than had been. What do you think?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I I feel like I uh, overestimated or maybe underestimated the ability or, or the extent to which like everything would get watered down uh, within the space, like the, the, the terminology, the ethos, like a lot of these things that, and it's probably partially my own like naivety. You know, I, I really thought some of these things were like so rock solid that when when the normies entered, they would sort of be rolled into the culture that we were building rather than it would be such a tidal wave of them that it would just everything would just get diluted, and that's sort of like what I feel like has happened. And uh, and, and the struggle is right now because uh. Uh, yeah so it's sort of that like when you say something that means uh when you say web three it means something different to me and a lot of the people that were early on in the space than it does to the new people coming in i feel like it's a, it's a completely they have a completely different vantage point viewpoint and and understandably so because a lot of people got indoctrinated by influencers and celebrities and board apes and and all this stuff that like really had nothing to do with anything that anyone originally set out for um and how to like sort of walk that back uh, or move forward in a way that like recaptures you know that same uh, all that same ethos and the, that same concept w- without having to like like i don't even know where you go do we just like come up with like all new terminology that will then just get you know overtaken I, you know i feel like Uh, we've seen this uh, we meaning like uh, I guess humanity in general has seen like this type of gentrification process happen with like so many social movements you know going back through history uh, you know where it's like this this great grassroots thing and then all the culture just gets adopted and diluted and becomes like you know a a marketing gimmick And, and you hate to see you hate to see that i I feel like i'm old enough that i've seen that happen a few different times towards things i was like passionate about and it's always just sort of heartbreaking and leaves you with this like you you know like uh you know your 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 girlfriend just broke up with you and is never coming back type of thing and it's like Ah is is that the inevitable destiny here and and I I don't know man this this space has always made me more optimistic because you can lean on the tech for so many things that that are uncorruptible but uh we're certainly getting tested right now meaning yeah. like the people who believe in in sort of that original
0: quest we were on yeah a, a few things there like, going back to, like, the, I guess, what people would call marketing terms for this space, like, Web3, Metaverse has become a marketing term. Even crypto has become a marketing term. Or, like, a reverse marketing term, oddly, at this point. Like, I, I always just think back to, like, 2019, 2020, going to, like, early conferences and hearing hearing marketer folks just say, don't say crypto. Yes. do I remember, remember this, it. too. I think about and this it, often. It, yeah. No one knows what an NFT is. You say a wallet and like, ret- like retention drops 90% and shit like this. And then when the crowd showed up, no one cared. Everyone used those words. Web3 was sort of like an emergent thing that was yeah. easy for people to sort of grok, which was interesting, but everyone used the old terms that we were using. So any <laughs> bot cycle wasted on changing the names back in the day was fucking a waste of time. Yeah. And yeah, The the most important thing would be just to focus on the culture, the good stuff, what is fun and entertaining to folks, right? And that sort of gets to what you're talking about at the end, where things have changed. And, like, especially in the the context of, like, digital spaces and digital communities, like the, the concept of eternal September, which I think dates back to, like, early 1990s like message board chats that were at the very beginning, very small and had a very small group of very recognizable usernames. And then all of a sudden AOL came and like these message boards were just overrun with new users who were going crazy in the chats and the, the original participants felt put out and put out so much that they just left and what had existed there just disappeared that September when AOL went online or whatever, right? And that's sort of happened in our space, but to your point of always feeling more optimistic being here in crypto, more glass half full, like we've seen early communities, like for example, look at the artists and collectors from early super rare. Back in the day, it was like, A free-for-all, very small group of folks doing their thing, creating art, collecting art for very cheap. And then the masses came and everything blew up there and folks are still creating just at much higher uh, sale prices and collectors are spending and throwing around way more cash than we ever would have imagined, right? And there's a lot of early participants who are like, what the fuck is this? But then Tezos popped up and hickett knew in particular was like, oh, here's a new, a new marketplace feels very grunge, feels very like old record story where everything is super cheap. The artists are just minting whatever they want. The collectors are going ham and the same sort of like early community just popped over there. A lot of the same artists from early super went over to hicket Noon and then object. And we're just doing their thing over there. So seeing that early community and a lot of those early community participants just hop over very quickly largely intact to a whole different blockchain doing their thing having that same sort of fun with it that's really inspiring to me and i think very different from anything we've seen on the internet previously where something gets shut down or overrun and the whole culture disappears or like even in real life like your hometown starts out small and then Maybe it just blows up because of the proximity to a big city because of good schooling and like fast forward a decade or two, and it's unrecognizable from the hometown of your youth. It's so hard for you to you pick up and move, let alone all the folks and mates that you grew up with that made the town what it was back in the day to grow up together and move somewhere else to start the same thing. It doesn't exist, but in blockchain, it seems like culture and community is way more portable than it has been and that's sort of what makes me a little bit more optimistic about where we're heading
1: yeah man uh that's a really interesting point that you raised, and actually, also something I've like given some thought to because we've we've experienced it firsthand, man. Like, I mean, the S- scent was a thriving community that we were very much prominent in. Uh, you know, by the time scent two rolled out or whatever, and they're still doing their thing and and seemingly cool stuff. I'm like a bit out of the loop there, but that that community is still largely intact but it is, is sort of spread across like many different communities but but you're right man. it is really interesting and i you know i i feel like we've seen the the Tezos thing happened over at rarible early on too like that that was they sort of opened the floodgates yeah. over there yeah, for yeah. artists uh yeah. at one point no, or yes. another no
0: 100 dude
1: and, yeah, and, and people yeah. were going nuts and, and just doing whatever they wanted. And and it's it's fascinating. And it is a, a lot of the same names, man, who, like, are sort of migrating back and forth from these things, both collectors, artists, uh, just enthusiasts or whatever. Uh, and, and you quantify that pretty well, man. I, I think, you know, sensing that it does give you some sort of hope because uh, – I don't know, man. I well, so you know, I started with Moniverse recently, like working with them on events and shit. And and the reason I felt good about them is for the same reason I I liked these things that we're talking about now, man. I see the artists going there, and that's what I I love so much about crypto voxels. And it seems like so much, and, and that and same thing with scent, man. And it seems like yeah. so much of the awesomeness of nfts crypto web 3 is just really driven by artists uh but somehow pre pre-blockchain <laughs> I feel like that was much easier to stamp out somehow, or much easier yeah. to like just sort of uh, drown out or make people appear to be irrelevant. But you know, we we've sort of got some tech to lean on to showcase history. You know, you know, no matter what happens, and uh, it's it's really interesting, like to see. Uh, this art i, I mean this artist creator community uh you know people sort of really driven to build out this creator economy uh it's it's the same people still fighting for royalties you know it's, it's, it's who are the same people hopping blockchains hopping communities you know running experiments building out the metaverse um i, I don't really know where i'm going with this thought man but i it's sort of just building off of what you were talking about it it is just fascinating to watch the community evolve but stay intact
0: exactly and like um dude you're jumping over to mooniverse has me so inspired like thinking of mooniverse you you nailed the ingredients in terms of how i see them it's like half of what scent was half of what we made crypto was so exciting it's that interesting mixture of all the the artists the creators, the builders, the explorers, the folks that were willing to take those early chances on new projects all seem to be coming together at Mooniverse. And a lot of the old familiar names that we're used to from Scent, from like bumping into folks in CryptoVoxels during all the early WIP meetups, right? Like this, the community is largely intact and there's folks that... We may not see every week, but because of our interactions, because of all the gift giving that we've done through the whip, like all the NFTs, like our wallets, are forever linked. And you see these folks and their ENS handles pop up other places. And it's like, you're, you're going to the neighborhood store or whatever, picking up like a Coke or what have you. And it's like, Oh, there's, there's Josie Bellini or Andrew Steinwald. Hey, how you doing? Hey, see ya. Um, and it's just we're all here together, even if the space has exploded, even if there's more people, even if from time to time, like bull runs, like our like summer season at the shore and so many people just show up and it's like, what the hell is going on? But still, the tech, our history that we've imprinted on the blockchain really adds this different different layer. It makes things at least stickier and for participants myself just speaking from my own experience easier to identify everyone in a way that i mean if you're going from different a different platform to a different platform in quote-unquote like web2 land maybe you will recognize the same handles of other people but it's way more difficult there and obviously handles get scooped up really quickly and It's very different from like an ENS handle that people can just hold on to. And as long as a new project in the blockchain world supports it, you can see that handle multiple different different sites without fail, right? I think there's a lot to like these, these very core fundamental bits of tech that projects over time have started adding in and incorporating more as table stakes that are creating a whole different context for digital living. And that's, that's a huge departure from everything that we've known in terms of our digital lived experiences on the internet to date, which is, I don't know, fucking mind-blowing for me personally.
1: You should know I'm an ENS hater. But I'm also not disagreeing with uh, the concept of what you're saying. Hold on. Why are you in that Dude, I I think their subscription model is bullshit, dude. I'm like, that Uh is some Web3 trash or web2 trash that should never enter the space uh and so i never supported them but always regretted it after the airdrop i'll tell you that much um but but i also i also don't like how uh it, you sort of get doxed on etherscan uh like web wallet dox on etherscan with the ens like i, I feel like some people think that's cool but also i don't necessarily always want someone knowing that it's me buying selling transacting things or whatever and and so you know i i you know so so anyway man i i get the purpose of ens and also think it's a cool concept but also fuck their subscription model um uh but dude so so, but scratching on what you're saying man like the, the exciting part we're at now Is that people are starting to execute some of the stuff that we had been talking about for like a long time like you know moniverse is you know moniverse stuff talks to webiverse stuff and you know their stuff talks to museum of crypto art stuff and you know that stuff talks to hyperfly stuff And, and so you know we had always sort of kicked around this concept of interoperability in early days and all sort of working together to build out this concept of interoperability. But but in early days, it always sort of felt very, like, tribal in terms of, like, you know, there was, like, a, De- a Decentraland camp, and there was, like, a voxels camp, and there was always, like, some overlap or whatever. But to see the, you know, sort of original pioneers in the space now actually working on separate projects, but working to make those separate projects compatible and interoperable with each other, I'm like, dude, this, this is the shit that we were talking about building, and, and now it's actually happening. And, and that's that's another thing that gives me hope is that there, there doesn't appear to be those like tribal lines in terms of like building out this bigger vision. Like the, the people who genuinely Wanted to genuinely are doing that, you know, without trying to build silos and everything, and that's fucking cool.
0: Agreed. And I, I wish there was more collaboration amongst projects, right? But still, on the whole, I think you are seeing early signs, or at least more collaboration amongst like what otherwise would be ostensibly like competitors, or even our competitors, like. By definition, competing for their slice of whatever we're building, but I think there's this shared sense of understanding for the most part that we need to work together for certain things at least early on. My hope is that that understanding grows the shared tools grow in a way that benefits the users as much as like the companies and projects that are that are innovating and adding those new there's new like shared tools and integrations and things like that. Cause that's what makes the space so interesting to me personally, is this ability to take your history with you, this ability to like what you're talking about. I think is really interesting. It's not just like the, the community members and participants communicating with one another. It's, it's the sites, it's the tools, it's the network, it's like the, the infrastructure communicating with one another in a sense, which I think is kind of mind-blowing versus what you get in the past where it's like maybe everyone or maybe sites use stripe which is sort of like a financial communication layer but like not really and very siloed and like information pretty much goes one way from the site over to, to stripe um that sort of like site by site project by project infrastructure layer communications has never really existed for the most part um, I guess outside of, like, the TCP IP actual, like, internet protocol layer, But that's, like, very, very far down the stack.
1: Yeah, I really hope it will be sort of like a Blender situation. I, I did, like, an intro to Blender thingy this morning, and I'm like, like Blender is uh, – you know Blender? It's like a – you know, you can build – build avatars or like you know video game shit or whatever on it uh it's insanely complicated but also very cool Mm -hmm. actually dude the uh the ease uh the crypto voxels wearable situation helps significantly with blender i did the intro thing and it was fascinating to see that all of this time I spent fucking around with wearables and like using those goofy things to slide them around and rotate and expand like translates perfectly into Blender that uses like all ah. the exact things. I was like, oh, man, this is fucking great. I spent years <laughs> fucking trying to get a shoot to fit on my avatar <laughs> uh, and <laughs> that actually the skill translates. Uh, but it's it's crazy. You know, Blender is a free tool. And it's become the dominant tool for people to use and it's crazy that, you know, that, that cat is so far out of the bag in terms of like, you know, people put out like a polished product and sell it, but the the skill that you need is to be able to use Blender. And, and so I, I sort of hope in like a similar way that like these tools that everyone's building out, you know, quote unquote, building the metaverse or, or building out Web3, you know, become so ubiquitous and like open source that it almost doesn't even make sense to use anything else because that stuff is so far ahead and it has the you know the community support uh and you know we're starting i feel like we're just starting to see it with like dot vrm avatars and stuff Mm -hmm. like you know where there, there's Now, you know, at this point, a whole lot of things that you can use them for, like a whole lot of different platforms, you know, games are uh, out there and continuing to come out and everything. So, you know, now, if you're in the business of building avatars, it's enough to say to yourself, like, well, if I if I want my thing to be as widely used as possible, or have as much exposure as as possible, like this is the path forward that you know is dominant, and, and that is good. Like that, that's what we want, and, and plays right into like this whole concept of what we're building. Uh, and so, I, I hope, uh, and, and I think. You know, that will happen eventually because it is desirable to people, but it's how to, again, onboard or explain this to people who have been fed this watered down uh, or, or, you know, version of it and, and don't even really know what they're missing or, or why they should miss what they're missing uh, it's, it's fascinating, man, to like browse Reddit periodically. And, you know, that's in like 2012, 2013. That's where I like really learned about crypto. And like the the idiocy and like hatred towards like crypto and NFTs now is, like, it's such a reverse course from, like, what the community used to, vibe used to be over there, uh, but I feel like it's, it's largely, like, indicative of the mainstream, like, view of all of this, so it's, like, uh, you know, first time around, the problem was onboarding people, uh, now it seems like, Onboarding wasn't really the problem. It's like messaging, <laughs> or like uh you know how to explain this uh, again. uh I don't even know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I want to dig into what you've been doing in Blender. So, like, first quick question is and selfish question: Are you able to take my Crypto Voxels avatar and just like create a VRM of it so I can import it into, for example, like Moniverse, and I can just have this same visual like avatar? world to world as long as those uh,
1: worlds support brm is it possible yes do i know how to do it
0: yet no uh Dude, i am going to ask actually, everyone i meet i swear to god until i meet the person that can do that for me today and i'm just gonna go like, boom do it um, uh, that's because the
1: there's the a vox converter the, in the pipeline so huh? uh both in general and in moniverse I, I don't know what the eta is but I, but i it might be like you know by the time we record the next episode where uh, you know, people will be able to import a .vox model and it'll spit out a .vrm or GLB or, or whatever you need. Uh, and, I mean, who wouldn't have thought that was coming anyway? Like, you know, anytime I got to post something on Twitter, I'm like, you know, with whatever the thing is that pops up first on Google, I'm like, convert this thing to a, you know, GIF. Uh, so, of course, all that shit will eventually come out. Um, but, yeah, man, we're – but. Uh, it is cool, man. It's, it's intuitive enough if you know about the crypto voxels, uh, you know, how to play around with that to get in there and, and start goofing around with things. But once you, like, start digging in of what you can really do with that, I'm like, dude, you could get lost in here for, like, a month and,
0: and still be learning. Yeah. But, I mean, the the avatar layer, the, these, these virtual worlds, that's what I'm sort of most excited to see if it gets built out and developed on. Because just from, like... Week in, week out, going into like for the most part, up until recently, into crypto voxels where folks have their established sort of avatar, like their their visual, like embodiment of who they are in virtual form. It's so cool to be able to recognize people just by how they look, not just a name tag above their head. It creates this whole different feeling of familiarity and family and just community that hasn't really existed i mean pfps on twitter everywhere like to an extent but it's very different from like seeing folks actually move and jump and like all that good stuff so we'll be interested as the the, especially moniverse in particular because they're just fucking killing it um and this is no show i'm not part of moniverse like rizzle is everything i say about moniverse is totally (laughs) shell-free just coming from the heart. What they're doing is really exciting and the way that they've been incorporating NFTs is just like the perfect perfect blend. Um, So I'm just curious and super excited to see how the identity layer will evolve over time with these these avatars that also can be ownable and sellable which creates this whole other segment of like uh, virtual digital craftsman or craftswoman So pull on a a phrase that I use to describe the old no shot Mm -hmm. uh, of old.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you're right though, dude. That's like if there's anything that CV uh, really got right, they their approach to wearables from Jump was Mm -hmm. brilliant. I mean, they really just let anyone do whatever they want. Uh, and and are reaping the benefits of that to this day. I mean, like, it's just, and, and it didn't even matter that it looked, you know, janky or voxely or whatever. But like, just like you were saying, man, I got like a pair of shoes from No Shot. I got a shirt from Skeeny. I got a mohawk from Angie Taylor. I, you know, I got mm-hmm. all this cool shit that I can like customize my person with. And and then if you show up somewhere people recognize you know that uh you know sh- shoes from pixels uh, shirts from the whip like you know all
0: these the big ass caterpillar from is that from Fabiano. Fabiano. Fabiano yeah yeah
1: yeah man yeah. It, it, you know all these things that uh you know uh, both are from Friends and cool people, but also like you know have memories involved with them yeah. from events and everything, and, and so I you know it's something that I, I it's it's re- I feel like it's really difficult to explain to people how rich that culture is if you haven't like experienced it firsthand. But like, seriously, man, I, I feel like my, I mean, you should see my wardrobe in real life, man. You've met me a couple of times. I wear like, you know, old jeans and like hoodies mostly, but my fucking metaverse <laughs> wardrobe is like tight, dude. Like all my shit is from like famous artists and everything. Uh, and, and that's fucking cool. And, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I I imagine I feel about that the way, someone who is very fashion conscious in real life feels Uh, that just doesn't really happen to be me. Uh, But, but that thing, they, they really got that right, man. Like from, from jump.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like there's just not a lot of people that know the value yet because they haven't experienced it yet. Like we are still amongst a very small group of folks that actually use these projects and live in them right? Like at least yeah. once a week and you definitely much more, right? So I think talking about the feeling, the experience and sharing that as widely as possible is what has been missing because simply folks have not lived it and not experienced it and not felt it. But once you hear someone talk about it, you're like, damn, I hear the tone of their voice. Like they're sincere as fuck. Like, okay, I let me let me try it out, right? I feel like that's that's what I wanted to get back with these conversations, because when we were talking about crypto boxes back in the day, when we were talking about collecting the art and things like that, there's a lot of people that listened to us before they were in the space and they heard how we were talking about it. And that was their red pill. That's all they needed to dive into everything that's going on. crazy to think. That's, That's it. Yeah, dude.
1: That's it. I mean, un, undeniably it's, dude, this is fun, man. It's nice to get back to this. Uh I, I feel like it sort of helps me like roll some ideas around my, my head that I've been thinking about too, man. So Amen. uh yeah, let's uh let's not invite anybody else for a while. How about that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. you heard that the world, every the the invite list is closed. It's just goes on I'm gonna be partying. Wow. Awesome cool. man. Uh well, cool uh
1: we wrap it here and uh until next time cool later brother later man